Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from horses to hiccups. <laughs> With over 3.5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I am Maddox, and with me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. <laughs> Hello. Oh, man, really rub it in. Uh, Everybody hated horses. They hated sharks. No, they loved horses and sharks, apparently. Downvoted to oblivion. Let's uh, just let's just get this out of the way, man. Uh huh. Last week, the biggest problem in the universe was hiccups. <laughs> Hiccup, oh hic- man, hiccups! You gotta listen to the episode to believe it. That's what I say. Hiccups followed by, and then these were all downvoted: uh-huh. sharks, horses, and French bread. French bread, the lowest of the three. Nobody thought French bread was a problem. Oh, good. Enjoy your shitty bread, idiots. I don't even really know what kind of bread you were talking about still. Dick, not baguettes, n- right? The- French bread is not baguettes. Is that wrong? Is that right? Well, a baguette I think is something specific. But yeah, I think a baguette's another word for French bread. Oh man. How many how many different uh, uh, types of French bread are there? There's basically one. It's a baguette. It's, it's the same thing. I don't know. What was that chick's name in uh, Amelie? That's a French bread I can get on board with. You know oh, what I'm talking man. about? You're th- no, Dick, you're thinking French broad. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you're right. You're right. You're right. Wasn't her name Amelie? Yeah. <laughs> I, I meant the actress. I meant the okay. actress, Sean. Uh-huh. Nice I like shame. to get to know behind the character, you know? I like to get to know the woman portraying the character. That's your secondary. That's just me. Th- that's your and secondary how big her, her bra is, you know? Uh-huh. That's, the, that's the emergency parachute you pulled right there. <laughs> Saved, not really though. Well, I got a new song to celebrate me winning because it's been a while. You You want to hear it? Yeah. I mean, it's not, you don't win in the show, but (laughs) here it comes. Great. They did. Great. Quit snapping your fingers, Sean. Dick is the winner. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Zach Peterson. What a fucking asshole. Zach Peterson made that. Zach Peterson, garbage song, garbage co-host. For those of you who don't know, (laughs) that was an acapella rendition of this song, which I used to play. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Fucking asshole. Fuck sucker. Don't nod your head, Sean. Badass. Garbage. Badass song written by me to celebrate my winning. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why winning is important on this show. Okay. Because if you didn't have the cost of a loss to dread, if you didn't have a victory to look forward to, we would get too many episodes full of sharks and horses and hiccups and horse shit. That's yeah. why having a winner is important. Yeah, because when we when the show's a contest... We don't risk bringing in, quote, vote grab problems <laughs> and then having the audience vote on whichever gimmick they want to hear every week. That's stupid. Uh, uh, Do- Dick, uh, good songs, good songs. I Thanks. also brought in a song today. Okay. Um, I think you'll like this. This is by Christopher Strand. I like that guy. Yeah. He emailed me this. Your face, Dick, is somewhat small for your head and chin. Mm-hmm. Looks too bulky. 
So I, I got to work on that. <laughs> work on making your work on your proportions, Dick. Work on the size of my face. No one cares when your face is way too small. Drown my tears. Oh man! In a world of alcohol, spending money left and right. Yeah, being cool. To forget just for one night. I'm small faced. So it's Charlie Brown's head, which is about the size of a, of a half dollar, a silver dollar, and then my face is about the size of a dime yeah. in the middle of, a, of your it's pinky fingernail. A tiny, a tiny little one. I don't know, but I don't like this one. I got the tiny face again. And then yeah. you have this tiny little face. I, I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's not you, did, you know, Dick, I, I feel bad for you sometimes because you Thanks. bring in these. <laughs> Why? Because my face is too small for my head? It's a threesome of me. <laughs> Three dudes. And the goddamn faces are so small. You son of a bitch. How long is this shit? Yeah, I wish I could be happier that I won, but minute. just hearing about my face again just pisses me off. It instantly pisses me off. I don't have a small face. I don't have a small face. I don't have a too small face. I don't have a small face. face. That's what he's saying. He's saying he enlarged it. No, I don't. I get the joke. He made it extra small. (laughs) What? Like um, the size of a mouth on my head, on my actual head. I don't have a too small of a face. At least, at least I know this guy's face, yeah. right? Well, you know, Dick, with you, it's poker. You you got to put on your best bluffing, tiny little face. <laughs> um, why don't you just what wear the hell a face did, mask what did that mean? I don't know. That doesn't work. No, because my face is little. It's on everything. Uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> you wear a you gas breathe mask. it through the mask. Wear a gas mask like a fucking wear, raver. Wear a hazmat suit. That's the solution. Yeah. If it's a problem, you should wear a hazmat suit. I'm an idiot. I sound like an idiot. You know how hard it is talking to a woman in bed? Oh, right. Voice is all fucked up with too small of a face. The thing that bothers me most about it is that... Why would I say that? People are fixated I, on this know, standard man. of beauty. These people are obviously beautiful. I'm I'm not. I got a too small of a face. I feel bad about that, you know? Like, oh, I got I got 100 emails. Dick, you're too ugly to live. Like, I really care. It's something that I value as a person. A fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want it. I want to see it. Yeah. But not having it is the end of the world. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Uh, fuck that's it. you. Oh, oh really? Fuck you. Yeah, the bags of sand stuff is funny. The smallest face stuff is not funny. Uh-huh. It's too personal. <laughs> okay. Look, look, yeah. look, I don't have a small face. Yeah. Number one. For the record. For the record, I don't have a small face, okay. and I'm going to prove it. We're going to get... We're going to get some kind of forensic artist. I, I just thought of this. We're going to get some kind of forensic policeman artist in here to draw my face and see with science and calipers and rulers and ratios if it's actually a small face. Okay. And it's fucking not. All right, Dick. That I agree to this challenge. We're going to have a forensic artist in one of these episodes, and while during the show, they're gonna ha- you're gonna be drawn, and we'll see if it's a normal size face. It's right. That's a good way to prove That's it. Fair. How That's else can to- you prove it? To- you can't use those stupid apps that you download to tell you if you're ugly or not, because no. none of them work right. No, no. I want a real human to judge me. That's fair. That's fair. Whose Dick. job it is to note facial proportions. You know, you know what's funny about that song, Dick? Nothing is, is funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoy, Dickhead. I had to listen to your horseshit uh, Dick One songs for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, thanks for reminding me. you got to watch Titanic oh, later. Fucking asshole. Um, I got a comment from Rauno Kingus, 
He says, he went to an Indian restaurant the other day and asked for French bread. Turns out they had naan. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I got some, somebody drew this, uh, somebody 3D modeled a Sonic. Do you remember last week when we brought in those uh, abortions that you were 3D modeling? They were masterpieces that I hadn't finished that you guys rudely criticized before it was finished. How long did it take you, first of all, then? Uh, About an hour. Okay, so where's, do you have the finished products yet? No, I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. Rome wasn't built in a day, buddy. Well, it would have been if it looked like that. Uh, Here is (laughs) (laughs) Olomarol made this Sonic. Hey, how about that? You see see that? Uh, That's pretty great, right? give that an F. You give that an F. What's wrong with it? Uh, That's that's average. Oh, this is is average. average. Yeah, give it an F. Okay, is it average because it looks exactly like Sonic, or is it average because it doesn't have like a bunch of weird spines coming out the back like a retarded porcupine like yours was? Dick, mine had hair. It was realistic fur like an animal has. That's what Sonic is, a realistic animal. That looks like, first of all, Dick, are you seriously bringing that in as as a good Sonic? That looks like garbage. That's a great Sonic. The guy made it in 40 minutes. He he started when we started talking about it. All right, dickhead, you're on. Who? What's that guy's name? Uh, Olimerol. He's at at Olimerol on Twitter. What is that? A a, a fucking uh, headache medicine? I don't know. You know what? You know what? You're on. You're on. I'm going to make a speed run. All right? A speed run of 3D Sonic modeling. And I'll make it look better than that in under 40 minutes. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Is this just a ploy to get people to subscribe to your Twitch channel so they can watch shitty 3D modeling? You know what? Unsubscribe. I don't give a fuck. Here's the thing. I don't make any fucking money from Twitch. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Whatever. But tune in and watch. Don't subscribe. I don't give a shit if you do or you don't. Okay. It's your loss if you don't. All right. Carl Lindbergh says a group of preschoolers just wrote a book on 3D modeling called I Am Better Than Maddox. Yeah, real funny. Real funny joke. Daniel That's- Scott says, I'm liking the blender. I didn't realize that was a render. I thought it was a bulbous, tumorous balloon. You're right in making that mistake, Ugh. Daniel. I got a comment from Raymond Christopher Lombardi. Three names, fancy pants. He says, he's from the uh, Netherlands. He says, it's impressive how fast Maddox moved from the shittiest non-problem French bread to yet another iPhone rant. 2.5 seconds. And then he quotes me. He says, horses are more dangerous than sharks. And then he, he called me a moron. He says, what a moron. You know what, dickhead? Horses are more dangerous than sharks. You know how many people die from sharks every year? Under six. Worldwide. Is that it? Yeah. No. You know how many die from horses? About 20. They never bit any ladies' butts off, though. Horses never have bit off an entire woman's butt. You know you that's don't true. Know, you don't know that. Um, Ho- horses, horses eat ass all the time. They're voracious ass eaters. <laughs> I got a comment uh, from Caleb Michael Gill. He says, Do you guys, did you guys seriously spend 30 minutes talking about whatever shit fans sent in and then spent what little time there was for discussing problems on the most pointless non-problems to date? Get your shit together. Yeah, well, they put a lot of work into it, and it's interesting. It's the the fan artworks. Yeah, right. That's I like talking about it. No, it was great. I mean, there were there were some naysayers, naysayers in the audience. <laughs> and oh my god! They, <laughs> they, they they were shitting on the episode, but I think a lot of people like that episode. It's a funny. By episode. the way, you glazed you uh, glossed over that iPhone comment they had a second ago. You got your ass tore up. No, on I the didn't. Comments and on Twitter. Oh no, I didn't dip shit. Oh, Maddox. Did you even read that thread? I read the whole thing and then I printed it out and jerked off on it and then filmed that and put it on you porn and then jerked off to me jerking off on the argument. Gross. That's how bad you got beaten up. First of all, that's the jizziest, disgusting thing I've ever heard. And second, these fucking morons hit me 
me up on Twitter. They they said first of all they were trying to t- correct me on some technical jargon, which they know nothing about because they've <laughs> they've never developed shit in their fucking lives. So they, this guy <laughs> oh, was yeah, saying, "Wait a minute, guy, what have you developed? I've developed tons of shit, dickhead." Okay, I wrote over two thousand lines of code for my book, a fucking book. Two thousand. Well, how much is in the iPhone? Like what? 10,000? Well, considering considering the iPhone is an engineered product, I would hope more than that. But for a book, you should write around, oh, I don't know, zero. But I wrote over 2,000 for a fucking book. But these dickheads, so they're trying to correct me on a technicality. They said that background applications don't run any code. Bullshit. Incorrect. I looked it up on the Apple website. On the Apple developer website. That was Uh a delayed delayed buzzer. It sounded like I buzzed myself. I looked it up on the Apple website. And, of course, it says it it runs in the back. It runs instructions in the background because it has to ping the servers Uh to download new updates from Facebook and ads and Gmail ads and server ads. Yeah. I read the argument. Yeah. I think you got beaten up pretty good on it. I mean, I don't want to get into it now because I I know you can talk for hours. Well, uh, speak, speak, go ahead. Speaking go of ahead. Uh, talking for hours, Dick, I got a comment from Joel Bailey. Uh, this is about Smash Brothers. He, he sent me oh, an email. God. He said, hey, Maddox, as a former competitive player of Melee, winning several local tournaments at a large university, I know what I'm talking about when I say that Smash Brothers is not garbage. Garbage is too good for what Smash Brothers is. Oh, no. Instead, Smash is moist garbage from a prison. The game doesn't punish whiffs. L-canceling is a bad mechanic since there is almost no situation you do not want to do it in. Watch a match and see how many strikes miss and don't get immediately punished. You know what You know what he's talking about, Dick? Uh, n- n- video games? Counterattacks. There's no high or low cross-up, mix-up. There are only four buttons, special, normal, jump, and shield. Yeah. Jump doesn't even count because you press up in most games to jump. Everything is based off of those, and the technical aspects of the games are, are a pain in the ass to incorporate and indicative of poor game design that cause most players to concentrate on learning tech skills instead of actually learning how to fight. On that last note, I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't be so hard on Smash players if they didn't suck dick at their own game. They don't learn how to fight. They learn how to hit buttons. And on that note, Dick, I had a bunch of fans, fanboys. I'm not uh-huh. going to call them fans, fanboys of Smash Brothers Smash coming Brothers. up to me at Comic-Con. I, was yeah. just, I just came back from Comic-Con. And they all came to me trying to defend Smash Brothers, and I came up with the best name for it. It's it's not Smash Brothers. It's Mash Brothers. Because that's Brothers. all you fucking do is mash the controller right. in that fucking game. It's such garbage. So all these all these fanboys came over, and then they brought me their games to sign. <laughs> their Smash Brothers games yeah, to and sign? And I graded them all F minuses. Garbage game. Garbage players. This guy, this guy ends the email with this last thing. He says... Smash players are all adults who act like children. The vehemently negative and childish response to calling Smash not a fighting game is enough evidence of that. So, yeah, there you go. He said, there are some good players, but the vast majority of players, i.e. your fans, are terrible. So you so Smash Brothers is not a challenging game. Is that what the conclusion we're ending on is? It's not a, it's not a fighting game. It's not up to your standard of fighting game. It's not a fighting game. Oh, it's not a fighting game at no, all? no. Okay, it's a button mashing. It's game. an it's an experiment. It's an experiment. The president of Nintendo recently died. I believe the cause was uh, of shame for releasing Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, very tragic. Very tragic. Okay, so so we'll get back to the Street Fighter challenge. Yeah. Then I brought in great a video. All right. Of Matt Barr. Uh huh. He played. Uh, Street Fighter and okay. recorded it. Oh, and oh, sent right. it in. Oh, let's Are see you this. interested? See now, here's why I brought it in, because I think that the fans deserve deserve to decide whether or not he's good enough to challenge you. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, not anybody can just come in and challenge you to a Street Fighter fight. They can try. Well, they can try, They're but not is this, worthy. Is this They're something? Not worthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we need to know if he's worthy or not okay. before we continue with this uh, farce of setting up this stupid fight sure. between Street Fighter. Uh-huh. So I'm going to let you watch a little bit of it, okay? And then I'm going to post it on the post <laughs> or wherever, and let I know people where this comment. Is going, you fuck. On, it's not. I'm not playing okay. Titanic. Right. I'm not playing Titanic. I'm, right. I'm actually playing you clips but, of Matt Barr. Uh, that's not what I thought, but let's see it. No, it is. Look. That's that's Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip into a little. I bit. know exactly what this is, you fucker. I know what this is. It's not. It's I nothing know, stupid. I know what it's myself playing the fucking game. It's not just you recording yes, the game. It is, you fucking asshole. It's this is me It's game. not. <laughs> you paranoid fuck. This is literally Matt Barr playing the game. Yeah. What do you think so far? I mean. I'm winning. I slash he is winning. Maddox. Hold on. Hold this on. Not, hold this on. Is, is this? This is. Stop shouting for a second. This is Matt Barr playing. Okay. This is not you. All right. Not everything is a con. Uh-huh. This is a legitimate, like, prize fight to me. So he's playing Street Fighter Alpha. He's Ryu. He's cheaping. Oh, he's cheaping. <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. I swear to God, it's not you. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I swear to Ron Paul that it's not you. <laughs> I swear to the to the uh, blockchain that it isn't you. Yeah. Okay, any, any impressions at all? I can tell whether or not it's me playing in just a minute. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, there's nothing impressive going on here. This looks like this. Look, okay. Here's the that thing. That was a pretty good leg sweep. He did. He did. Whoever's playing here did three leg sweeps in a row. And when I was playing on my computer, not all the buttons were working. Okay. So that might be me playing. (laughs) I think it's me. I think you're trying to trick me. I'm not trying to trick you. Okay. Bottom line is, whatever that little demo, that little blurb that you you showed me, Uh not impressive. Okay. That's him. Yeah. It's not a joke. That's that's for real him. That's for real him. Yes. All All right. Not impre- really not impressive. All right, you three leg sweeps in a row. Garbage. Go ahead. Do you want to do a? Do you want to do a problem? You got more stuff to read. Yeah, Dick, I got a problem. Okay. My first problem this week, and possibly the biggest problem in the universe, is stoner marketing. Hmm. Stoner marketing. You know what that is, Dick? Nope. Sean, you probably yeah. Of course, Sean knows. I I hate. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You. That's what you get. I walked right into <laughs> yep. that one. Yeah. It's like the late night Jack in the Box commercials. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it basically. Is? So I, I, guys, I hate stoner marketing. It's about as insincere as a gesture gets. Corporations are diametrically opposed to stoners and stoner culture, right? Yet they have no problem co-opting stoner culture, like a dad turning on hip hop station while he drops off his daughter at a school dance. Yeah. These companies aren't cool. They're cool adjacent. <laughs> Okay. Right. You know. You know. Like how some people, uh, the, people who don't live in California might not know this, but but anyone who lives in a province or or, or a city next to Beverly Hills tends to call their city Beverly Hills adjacent. Sure. Which is the douchiest, try-hard, wannabe loser name you can call a city is adjacent to something else. Yeah. Adjacent means loser. Well, it tells you where it is, though. Well, you know where it is because of the name of the city, Dick. What do you mean? You can't say uh, uh, Malibu adjacent. How would you say it? I wouldn't say Malibu adjacent. What would you that say? Be, uh, Malibu adjacent tells me nothing. It could be north, south, 
east, well, not west because it's on the coast, but if, but if you say Beverly Hills well, adjacent, it tells you literally nothing about which city you're in, dickhead. It tells you that you're right next to the city. Which north, south, east, west? Which one? Which city, dickhead? There's, there's like five cities that are Beverly Hills adjacent. It's garbage. That's what, that's what, stoner, that's what stoner marketing does. It's, it's not cool. It's cool adjacent. It's a common marketing strategy. What? So you use the term to describe cool adjacent. Yeah. Because that's obviously of some use. No, no, no. It's not of use, Dick. I'm telling you specifically that the companies use it to try to look cool. Right, okay. Right? It's a common marketing strategy to take a lame brand and put it adjacent to a hip brand in hopes that the hip brand's coolness will rub off on the lame brand. That's why you get NFL stars appearing in Campbell's Soup commercials. Nobody thinks cream of mushroom soup is cool. But take a winning NFL player and shovel a spoonful of soup into his airplane hanger like a toddler, and suddenly Campbell's stock prices go up. The worst part of this, though, Dick, is the insincerity. I can't stand the insincerity here. Is that these corporations have these strict anti-drug policies in their companies. And they wouldn't hesitate to fire any one of their employees in a heartbeat for doing drugs, yet they have no problem pandering to the stoner crowd. Did you know Taco Bell? Well, wait a minute. Who is the stoner? What's an example of one of these stoner ads? Oh, thank you for asking, Dick. I was about to tell you. You know Taco Bell has a 420-calorie cheesy bean and rice burrito on their menu? Yeah. Yeah. In addition to their blatant fourth meal commercials. You know those fourth meal commercials? Oh, I do know them. I I guess I didn't necessarily think they were for stoners. Oh, yeah. They're for stoners, Dick. In fact, um, here, Mm. I'm going to play a commercial for you. And there's supposedly some subliminal messaging in, uh, in these commercials. Um, some people, some people think five seconds into this, listen to this, uh, this, uh, this ad five seconds oh, into this a bong rip in it. Sounds like there's a bong okay. rip. Right. And also people even, uh, even go so far as to suggest that the, the bong at the end of, uh, you know, that, that, that bell yeah. that rings at the end of the commercials is, uh, them trying to say bong at the end of the commercials. Here, listen to this. I got the late night munchies. Oh, <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. Uh huh. That sounds like a noob. Sounds like it. But it's innocuous enough that you could kind of skirt by it without saying that it's definitely a bong rip. Yeah, huh? Those motherfuckers. Subliminal message. And then at the they have that bell at the end that sounds like bong. Um, and their 420 calorie cheesy bean and bean bean and rice burrito, which is just garbage, reconstituted powder shit. Yeah, I don't need Taco Bell. Oh. Yeah, far be it for you, as you're sitting here with an empty bag of McDonald's in front of you. Chicken nuggets I'll eat. I like a good nugget. Yeah? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's reconstituted chicken. Yeah. So. Still good. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's garbage. It tastes good. Okay. Well, that'll be another problem some other time. Uh, Dick, this is from thefix.com. Uh, General, General Mills, which revived Cheech and Chong for a Fiber One web campaign, Deemed the ad so successful it plans on doing more just like it. Hmm. And here's what that web campaign sounds like. Cheech and Chung's Magic Brownie Adventure. <laughs> Join them in their quest to deliver thousands of magic brownies to Flaming Pole. Flaming Pole's wow, man. Huh. Idiots. Idiots, idiots, idiots. And yet, they have a legal team the size of a small nation to enforce laws and their rights. U.S. laws. Are anti-drug laws part of the laws their lawyers enforce? No, of course not. Are they going to bat for you if you get busted for drug use that their own commercials encourage? No, of course not. The same company that markets oatmeal, organic crackers, and low-fat yogurt is pandering to people who use lysergic acid. These guys are the ones? It's as insincere a gesture as it gets, and I don't even give a shit about stoners. I'm not a stoner, I don't do drugs. 
But this is just an insincere cash grab. These fuckers don't give a shit about anyone or anything except for the bottom line. They are selling mm. organic crackers and low-fat yogurt and also pandering to drug users. And yet, if any of their employees so much as fail a piss test, out the fucking door. These, is that, these guys. Is that your problem with it? That they don't, that they're capitalizing on drug use, but they don't tolerate it in their company? It's insincere. My biggest problem with it is that it's insincere. And by promoting stoner culture, it is promoting anti-intellectualism. That's what that is. You know, a lot of a lot of drug users have been some of the biggest intellectuals of our time. Right. Like a not, lot of scientists are pretty heavy drug users. Yeah, but not not most of the drug users you and I know. Not, well, most people aren't, but yeah, it's yeah. not drug users are not necessarily anti-intellectual. Well, that's true. That's not necessarily the case, but it's not it's the exception. It's probably the exception, not the rule. I think that that smart people uh, people are smart in spite of drugs, not because of drugs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't agree with that, but... Uh, oh, obviously. Well, it's just a hell of a claim to make that there's a deficiency. Doing, the dr- doing drugs is somehow a deficiency on these guys' part. Like, they're well, less intellectual. Yeah, they're not necessarily less intellectual, Dick. But more likely than not, the people who do a lot of drugs, the ones that I know in real life, uh-huh. are a little bit slow. They, they don't have... They're not, they're not uh, too interested in anything, any intellectual pursuits. They don't have, they're not very motivated to go to college. They're not very motivated to, you know, they're not go-getters. Hmm. Like, nobody I know who has really hustled to get a job at, say, Goldman Sachs smokes more than once a day, right? Smokes, smokes weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So generally, and, and there have been studies that show that uh, smoking a lot of weed reduces your ambition, your motivation to do things. Yeah. That's why Taco Bell recently, more of this uh, fucking stoner marketing, they recently announced that they're starting a delivery service to bring the munchies right to your fucking door. Munchies. I fucking hate that word. By the way, guys, you know what you're eating, Sean? I bring in snacks to the show all the time uh, before the show starts. Snacks and drinks, because I'm very generous. Because you like to ruin the audio quality of our voices. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Way to shit on a nice shot. You know what? Fuck you, Dick. You're not getting any more snacks and drinks. Good. Because you never fucking offer me any anyway, dickhead. I, I, these guys both come in sometimes. Starbucks, Starbucks in hand, Coca-Colas, and, and snacks and drinks. Yeah. And like, hey, guys, how about me? Anything for me? Nope, nothing. <laughs> Assholes. Sean, you're eating munchies. Right now, I got flaming Hot Munchies. That are a combination of rolled gold, Doritos, Cheetos, and Sun Chips. Munchies. I guess my problem with this, or why I don't think it's as big of a problem as you do, is that it's just a weed, man. And, like, so what if they're marketing to people who like smoking weed? Because it's insincere, Dick. Did you ignore the entire first half of this problem where I said that they would fire their employees and wouldn't hesitate to enforce all the other laws of this land? Yeah, but that's changing. Like, weed weed is changing as slowly as gay marriage is. It's getting legalized. It's getting decriminalized. Uh, In the near future, it will be be totally legal, I think. And it's going to take a lot to catch up to that. So at that point, is it okay? Because then they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah, I know what you're saying, Dick, but yeah. I'm not sure you know what you're saying. Oh, boy. Dick versus <laughs> Dick. Dick, you remember way back when in the, quote, bicyclers episode, you uh-huh. said uh, you're pissed off at cyclists because they don't respect the laws, man. They, yeah, don't, they don't stop at red lights. They don't stop at stop signs. They ride on the sidewalk. And yet here you are 
They totally go across crosswalks. Okay, totally okay with people doing illegal drugs. Which well, is I it? don't think that weed should be illegal. Okay. So what's there the you go. what's the difference? I think well, that, cyclists um, don't think that it should it, they should have to stop at si- at uh, four way stops when yeah, they when there are no cars around. Well, when there are no cars around, I mean then that's different. But as a general rule, they should have to obey traffic laws, oh, and I they agree. don't. M- no, no, but they, they don't. Do. They, they do. totally don't. They, they bike do. right through intersections all the time. Yeah, bullshit. Then how come they're not killing thirty thousand people a year like cars are, dickhead? There's a video. You just I sent you several it's YouTube hard to videos. Kill a guy on a bicycle. No shit. Exactly. That's why it's not a fucking problem. You, and that's the exact same argument people use for marijuana legalization they say it's not killing anyone yet it's when not. it comes to cyclists oh it's a big fucking problem because fancy pants yeah, in his car but it's causing accidents car, it's, it's not causing, causing injuries and accidents. it's not causing accidents yes it no is. it's not less than less than five percent i would say less than three percent i don't know if it's five or three percent of accidents are caused with with a pedestrian uh, excuse me a motorist hitting a cyclist yeah. it's That's non-existent that's no. a lot. Three percent of accidents? That's that, a lot of that, accidents. You know what's you know what's actually a lot, Dick? Ninety-seven percent, which is not caused by cyclists. Yeah, I I, I know okay. that you got a hard on for bicyclers, but I think that they should obey the law. You're skirting. And that's you're what, skir- what do you think the issue is? The issue what, is what issue am I skirting? You're you're saying that you're oh, you want you're you're selectively choosing which laws you're okay with. So this is like Dick Yeah, Masterson's welcome to world. democracy, shithead. Yeah. I'm oh. absolutely choosing which laws I think oh. are just and unjust. Oh, okay. So when you're complaining about cyclists, you don't think that they should have a choice on which laws they, they decide to uh, observe, right? Of course just one, not. Just, okay, just Dick. They should have to follow the traffic laws. Yeah, they mostly do, Dick. But they don't a lot. That's yeah. why yeah. I brought it in as a problem. Yeah, well, when cyclists- they ride their bikes down the street and- yeah. And hurt people. Yeah, when cycl- and hurt themselves. Yeah, they don't hurt and themselves and they accidents. don't hurt people. They don't. Yeah, yes, there's they a, do. There's a non There's so many videos on YouTube of cars running red lights and killing people. There's t- there's Maddox, thousands. Of no them. one is debating that cars are dangerous. Yeah. yeah. No one here. You're bringing yeah. that up like it proves a point, but wow. it doesn't. Well, Obviously, cars are dangerous. <laughs> it's a controlled explosion used by someone who's tindering. That's yeah. a huge problem. Yeah. Very dangerous. Okay. All bicyclers have to do yeah. is not bicycle on the sidewalk. That's all we're asking. Yeah. I, you know, maybe maybe after this episode, you can make a list of which laws we should and shouldn't obey. All of them. You should On your bicycle, you should obey all of the laws. Oh, okay. Just like in a car, yeah. you should obey all of the laws, yeah. except for the posted speed limits, because that's not the actual law. And you know what's ironic is uh, you're totally okay with breaking all the laws on a cycle while doing drugs at Burning Man. I'm okay with... <laughs> Breaking all the laws That's on a bicycle? That's what everyone does at Burning Man, just drugs and rides around on bikes. Well, I don't know how, what to say to that. What are you saying? That we're breaking bicycle laws by driving around while intoxicated? You're breaking a lot of laws at Burning Man. On a bicycle? Yeah. There's on no roads at otherwise. Burning Man. Yeah. Well, is it okay to do drugs while you're riding around? It's illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. All right. Yeah. So, and oh, by wait, the way- what did you prove there? It's illegal. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. So, you, are you talking about drugs or or, or or what? I'm talking about driving a bicycle while intoxicated. Oh. It's very dangerous oh. and it's illegal. Sure. Don't do it. How many, you know, Doing how many- drugs in your own home? No big fucking deal, man. Yeah, yeah. Do it. But we're getting way off topic here. But oh, you yeah. know, there's uh, there's Sonic and it's hallucinating twenty something. This uh, again from uh, thefix.com. There's Sonic and it's hallucinating twenty something, dreaming of a man-sized cheesy tot. Carl's Jr. is touting its wake and bake habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, another company that has strict anti-drug policy. Danny's is promoting a reggae-loving unicorn. 
And Jack in the Box has a munchie box that they sell with a commercial suggesting that things get weird at night, which is basically their attempt at sending subtle messages to stoners like, we get you. No, you don't get stoners. Corporations are about as stiff and anti-drug as it gets. And here's that commercial, by the way, Dick. Why is there a grilled cheese riding piggyback on a cheeseburger? Why? Because things get weird late at night. That's why I make the Munchie Meal. It's a box full of crazy craveables like the stacked grilled cheeseburger or chicken tater melt, plus halfsy fries, two tacos, and a drink, all for just six bucks. So get one tonight and get weird. They pay for that ad? Did you hear that bong rip at the end too? No, no, play it again. Yeah, listen to this, this right, at, right at the end. Right plus halfsy fries, two tacos, and a drink, all for just six bucks. So get one tonight and get weird. Oh, you thought that was a bong Does rip? Does that sound like it? No, that just yeah. sounds like a whoosh. Okay. Maybe it's a whoosh, maybe it's a... Oh, who knows? Subtle. Hello. Subtle. Could be. <laughs> um, Dick, uh, my, my big problem with this is the insincerity of these corporations. They don't give a shit about stoners or any or anyone. They just yeah. care about their bottom line. And that's, I think, why your uh, corporation solution was voted down. And this is, uh, continued from The Fix. They said, if you're targeting... This is a quote from a brand consultant. He says, if you're targeting that heavy fast food user, you need to speak their language, said Dennis Yawn, a brand consultant who's worked with restaurants for over 25 years. One way to do that is talk about partying and munchies. They, yeah, they're they're pandering. That's all this is to me to the mainstream audience. It may just sound like late nights and drinking, but to certain audiences, they they sound like they're talking about getting stoned. Sure, it's insincere, Dick. Well, what what kind of ad would you like? Let me ask that. Like, what kind of ads? Because I know you hate you hate ads where companies do charity and then say that they did it. Yeah, because it's insincere. Okay. Yeah. Why? So if, what if they said, we only did that so you guys would feel good and associate our name with that good feeling? Would that'd that be, be an okay that, ad? That would be honest, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if these guys said, what would these guys have to say to market to stoners? Or do you think that they just shouldn't market to stoners? I hear, here's, here's who I think should be marketing to stoners. Okay. People who sell stoner paraphernalia. Bongs? People who sell bongs. Bongs are like blacklight posters. Do you mean like paraphernalia like bongs and pipes? Or do you mean like... Like Bongs, socks pipes, with weed, li- weed leaves on them. Weed leaves uh-huh. on posters, that sort of thing. People who are selling those products, those, yeah. though, their interests align with the stoner's interests. They are actually selling stoners their products that, pro- that the stoners actually want to buy. An honest ad is this. Basically, you sell a customer a product that they want for a reasonable price, and you don't mislead them. Okay. And you don't pander to them. And you don't dumb you don't talk down to them, which is exactly what these ads are doing to stoners. Munchies is so there are so many products out there. It's it's just kind of subtly taken over the market, Dick. There used to be extreme marketing. Extreme I remember that. Yeah, extreme I think yeah. was was the original stoner marketing. Yeah. Because uh people who were really into extreme sports and extreme whatever. That was definitely cool adjacent. Yeah, very cool adjacent. They, they and I wrote an article about it on my website a long time yeah, ago. The, the corn nuts, mm-hmm. extreme extreme corn nuts. Go into a grocery store or a convenience store or liquor store and look at the snacks they're selling. Almost all of them have some kind of munchie or some kind of like stoner. It's coded. It's coded messages that they have that they're sending to stoners, and they don't they don't give a shit about stoners and they don't understand stoners. These people are a corporate suits. They don't under, they couldn't be more removed from stoners or stoner culture. But some of them are stoners. 
I don't think so. But they're people. Like well, most people, most people smoke weed. I would define. I wouldn't define them uh, as stoners. Like my friend's mom smokes weed because uh-huh. she has. Um, uh, she's she's actually had some eye sur- uh, some back problem or eye surgery or something. She smokes weed to help alleviate her uh, chronic pain condition, and it's it's actually helped. But she doesn't smoke weed recreationally, and uh, I wouldn't classify as somebody who smokes occasionally as a stoner either. I'm talking okay. about specifically someone who. Considers drugs and partying with drugs as a lifestyle. Yeah. Those are stoners. Yeah. I got, yeah. I'll say two things about this stoner marketing thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's entirely a stoner ad. I think they might have co-opted some of the messaging, like from the late night culture. Yeah. Because there there was a, what was a thing of cheeseburger riding a unicorn or something or a cheese sandwich riding a unicorn. I don't know if that's stoner necessarily or just like I'm so random. Yeah, well, the, if you watch the commercial, it's very, um, it's very psychedelic. It's very stonery. It's okay. very stonery. They have a lot of. Uh, um, you've seen uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? One of your favorite movies. Uh, yeah, I get really fucked up and watch that all the time. <laughs> there it's you go. Awesome and cool. Yeah, yeah. And you know the surreal imagery that's that yeah. you find in that movie. Yeah. They use some of that in these commercials. Oh, okay. Surreal imagery. Oh, so that's, that's definitely playing to drug yeah, usage. It's very, it's very much so. Well, then I would say I'm in big support of it because the the more um, the more commonplace that drug usage is, the more likely it is to be legalized. The more common, the the more commonly that like TV shows talk about smoking pot, and the more you see it in ads, the more you see marijuana just used in in uh, pop culture, the easier it is for it to be legalized i think that'd be a huge win do you have a problem with these companies hypocritically enforcing drug laws and then still marketing to drug users well no for like fast food for fast food restaurants to be enforcing drug laws i don't have a problem with that why because it's the nature of their employment that uh like because they're all they're minimum wage Uh people i think that um it's once you see, like, if you see habitual drug use on minimum wage employees, right? Um, it makes sense for them in the long run to either warn them or terminate them, hmm. right? Because ter- turnover is incredibly high in those businesses. Uh, they're worked, they're worked very hard. It's different than like a design shop where, or like a white collar job or whatever the other collars are. Yeah, these days mm-hmm. where people can, people can get high, like. So you don't want at a Taco Bell somebody getting high on their break and then coming back to work and then right. costing you a shitload of money because they either get hurt or they, f- they like, f- fuck up somebody's order really badly. They're like, I, I don't know. It's just it's, manual it's labor. It's, it's bad to have yeah, it's a bad stoner's for business. working for you, right? Okay. Who's somebody's getting stoned at work or, you know, I, I don't know. Are they testing for people who are getting stoned on their own time? Well, if you have smoked a joint... And it shows up in your blood, in, in your uh, urine test. It doesn't matter when you smoked it. It's still going to test positive, and you're still going to lose your job. I think there's different types of tests. Like, they can test you for the, what you've done for the last couple months. Um, I don't like drug testing when, in terms of employment, but I can, see, I, can, I can see how it works sometimes. Like, I don't know. I'm not running that kind of business. So, so you're, you, you think they should be fired, though? Well, I think that they can do whatever they want. What like it's do not, you think, Dick? Do you think they should be fired or not? I'm not running a Taco Bell. It's hard for me to say. Well, you have an opinion. That they fired them? They probably had a good reason to do it. You think it's good that they fired them? 
I think that they probably had a good reason to do it. I don't know how to say it's good or bad. Like yeah. they made the decision. If it's, I'll put it this way. If it's not good for business and a competitor like Del Taco doesn't fire people right. who test positive for drugs, then Del Taco is going to get cheaper employees. Sure. Like, and it's and they'll win in the long run. So okay. I, I, I don't know. You, you don't have a problem with companies that enforce drug laws in their employees and make sure that their employees don't do drugs. Well, and let's yet see. you're okay with them also pandering to stoners who do lots of drugs and then get fired from those these very same jobs. What kind of jobs I don't, do stoners get? I don't think I said the first part that you're saying. I said uh, I don't like drug testing. Like that's that's the first thing I said. So how are they supposed to know if they're employed? Dick, you just said two different things. You said on one hand you're okay with them getting fired and doing drug testing because you need to know if their employees are. Uh, going to be going out smoking a joint on their breaks or whatever, and then potentially being a liability to the company. And well, then yeah, on the other hand, you said, well, I don't like drug testing. So which is it? Well, I don't like drug testing, but that's the law. So you can't make them stop doing it. Like you they can't enforce the law. They can't, well, it's not about enforcing the law, but they, they can't fire somebody because they were drinking last night because it's legal to do that. It, like if it was legal to smoke weed last night, they can't fire you for doing it. Yeah. Dick, That's, it's not it's not that they're firing people because it's illegal. They can choose whether or not they want to have this drug law enforced in their employment. Oh, they can choose that. I think Be- maybe you don't understand that. They can't. If you're doing something that's legal, they yeah. cannot fire you because you did it on your own time. Well, that's true. They can't fire you for that reason. However, they can fire you if it affects your functioning at work. So if you come into work well, of course. and you're totally hungover, Right. Yeah. Then you can get. So fired, shouldn't sure. that be the standard rather than some arbitrary drug testing? Well, r- right. That's right. why I don't like drug testing. Okay. Yet you still encourage these companies hypocritically. I, I don't encourage them. Pandering. Like, you're I know okay. you're getting on your soapbox, okay. but that's like, you're okay that's with the- these companies pandering to stoners and yet still firing stoners. That's the problem I have with it. It's insincere. Yeah. It's bogus. It's bullshit. They don't give a fuck about anyone. I, I don't think General Mills cares one damn cent about any any person they're selling to. I don't think they Why give do a you fuck. Think, did you ever think that they did? Like, there's no Santa they Claus give, either. These companies don't Im- give a shit about people. They give that impression. Dick, that's that's exactly the problem I have with Honda, those Honda commercials, pretending like they're doing some altruism. They don't care. They just don't care. They are trying to make themselves altruistic adjacent. Yeah. They're trying to make themselves hip adjacent. Hey, guys, we're cool, too. Buy our product. We get it. We get drugs. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. And you have hurt people's lives by firing them and doing drug testing and yeah. coming down. These guys are the problem. They're the problem. And I, I really have a problem with them then suddenly turning around and trying to make a buck off the same people they're persecuting. Fuck that. That's well, my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that drug testing is a problem. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, Stoner, I would uh, rather it go this way than the other way, though, where this didn't exist. What? I would rather this exist and slowly weed out the drug testing. Like, you can't drop it overnight, but I think it's going in the right way. Like, I think that stoner marketing is an indication that we're moving in the right way. That the, in, in illegalizing drugs. Legalizing drugs. Or, excuse me, yeah, legalizing drugs. Yeah. All right, well, that's, uh, that's a different debate, but uh, that's my problem, stoner marketing. All right. Yep. Hell of a problem. What you, uh, what you got? I got wage theft. <laughs> okay. What do you uh, what do you mean by wage theft, Dick? What's the over under for our li- for libertarian comments on this one, Sean? Mm. I got called a libertarian before the show. Full full disclosure. Well, you can't tell him now. No, it'll it'll still come out. It'll, it'll come still out. come out. He doesn't care. Probably will, but now it's it's knee jerk, Sean. I <laughs> am knee jerk. Knee jerk. <laughs> what do you think? Something jerk. 
No uh, guess? No. No, no guess, guess? Don't care. All right. So my, um, my life coach's wife is out of town. Uh-huh. Which means that I, I swoop in like the mistress. Yeah. Right? As soon as she's yeah. on the plane, I'm in there. I'm like, all right, buddy. Let's get to a bar. Let's plan out the weekend. All right? So we roll into this, uh, this bar in San Pedro, which I only say because it's a, it's a port town. And port towns are usually very unionized. Right. right. They, they're in support of the unions. Everybody there's belong to a union. They Be- go back generations. Because unions. they have uh, um, shipments, shipments that come in, right? Loading docks, Load unloading do- yeah. docks. Everybody's yeah. part of the local UA whatever or right. whatever it is. I don't know what it is. So we go into this bar, start drinking at about uh, 10 a.m., planning out our day. And in comes some, uh, in comes some real bruisers and yeah. their husbands, right? <laughs> and we get the idea. I'm like, hey, this is what we got to do today. We got a good buzz on. We got to go get a pool and set it up on your balcony or on your patio and start moving TVs and couches outside so we can really turn this weekend into a debauch, right? So you're moving the furniture into the pool? Outside. We're moving it outside. First, we're going to get a pool and set up a big pool outside on the patio. Okay. Right? Great idea so far, right? We're going to need to watch TV as we're out there. You're going to need to. And we're not going to go inside and get water all inside no. to get more beers. we got to bring stupid. a cooler or a refrigerator or something outside. Of course. Right? So where are we going to get all this stuff on a Saturday morning? CVS. Got to go to Walmart. Okay. To get a pool, like a giant, like we want a Doughboy pool. Walmart. Four feet tall. Sure. Walmart. And one of these bruisers starts spouting off about how we're bad people because we're going to Walmart, right? Who, oh, oh, the, uh, who's one of the, these patrons, the union workers, One of these right? union patrons, okay. right, at the bar. Yeah. Oh, they've got these labor practices yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Well, they're awful, but going, yeah. Well, that's what I looked up. Yeah. Wage theft. Uh-huh. That is the um, that is the illegal withholding of wages or the denial of benefits that are rightfully owed to an employee. It can uh-huh. be conducted through various means, failure to pay, overtime, minimum wage violations, employee misclassification, which is an interesting one, illegal deductions in pay, working off the clock, or just not being paid at all. Huh. Yeah, you know how much this adds up to for everyone in America? Wage theft? Yeah. How much? 15%, up to 15% of your annual salary hmm. is getting docked. It's just just blatant wage theft. How, how specifically? I'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> that this is going. 15, what, what, what do you think, what do you think like is going? Like a fucking Mack truck. Anti-union Dick Masterson. That's Why do you what think it's is. anti-union? Well, I, I'm curious because that, that could be what you're talking about. Why do you think it is? Well, because uh, I know that some unions have mandatory dues that you have to pay, and some industries have unions that you have to join to work them. And if you don't join the union, they will force you out of the job eventually. Oh, like closed shops? No, 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 man. This is this is way worse. Fifteen um, percent of your annual salary, by the way, yeah, is almost as much as income taxes. So this is a very big problem because, as you know, I think that's the biggest problem. <laughs> sure. Um. Low-income workers experience wage theft through unpaid hours, unpaid overtime, um, and sub-minimum wages on a weekly basis. Lose about 15% of their income, 2000 a year. Look, here's what, here's what wage theft is. So you're, you're working at a restaurant or whatever, yeah, right? And you got to clock, clock out in six hours or the boss gets pissed off at you. Right. Because then you're, you're legally entitled to a break, yeah. like a lunch break, yeah. right? So they say clock out. When the clock strikes six, but then work another half hour because you got to sweep up. Oh, yeah. Big problem. Oh, yeah. It's I've, a big I, fucking problem. I have, I have experienced this many times in my life. 
Okay, if this is your problem, here's another Jake, example. I'm, I'm totally on board with this. Oh, now you're on board. No, this is now, this is now, a big problem. Now you think it's a big problem when I phrase it like that. When you phrase it like that, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me let me get another one. Misclassification of employees. So this is when take this. Here's an example. Yeah, assistant managers at Walmart. They're they'll be told to do um, lower level employee work. Yeah, right, like greeting at the door stocking shelves, shit like that. And they're like, well, you're the manager. You got to take care of it. Right. However, legally, managers don't get overtime, huh. which is time and a half over 40. So they'll end up working a shitload more hours. They'll just give them the title right. of manager right. so no, they don't have to pay them. With no increased pay, by the way. A lot of times they'll give you the new title and put you on a salary. With When, it works, when you uh, work out the hours you're working, it always favors the company. Yeah, it's just free, it's just free work. Right. Uh, illegal deductions. Did I go through that one yet? I don't even understand that one. Full-on wage theft is just blatant wage theft for employee not being paid for work done. Okay, here's how much this this costs every year. Yeah. Robbery costs three hundred and forty million a year. Hmm. Rob- robbery, just 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 robbery, like the crime of robbery. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Auto theft, three point eight billion a year. Okay. Burglary, four billion a year. Yeah. Larceny, five. Wage theft. $19 billion hmm. every year. It's $19 costing. billion? Dollars. Yeah. Who, uh, who's responsible for this theft, Dick? What do you mean? Uh, I, like, who, who, who oh, are these are criminals? Oh, are you trying to make it like a corporation thing? Oh, wait. Did I, say, did I say corporations? Oh, wait a second. But I thought corporations were the solution, dickhead. I thought yeah. corporations the ones you were lionizing for fucking oh, a whole man. episode. And then my whole fucking problem being a contrarian dickhead. These same fuckers are stealing $19 billion. These same pandering assholes who don't give a shit about anything but their bottom line. These yeah. motherfuckers, these are the ones you're defending. And lo and behold, they're the problem. Thank you. Look at how happy he is. I know, and it's it's funny to watch you be so happy, but it is also painful to see you nitpick a problem uh, like just based on something I said in the past. <laughs> based on other things I believe. Well, d- hold, hold on. Do you think that I think just corporations are just good guys? I think that you think corporations are more good than bad. You called cor- the corporation yeah, the greatest a- invention of mankind, I believe. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Um, but okay. these are... So which is it? Well, these exist because laws let them do this. Like tipping is a form of wage theft oh. because you can you there's minimum wage laws for a reason and they they can say here they're allowed to hire you at less than minimum wage and you make it up with with tips. Yeah. But then you don't. Like yeah. it's a it sets up a weird it sets up a weird economy. Yeah, I agree. Tipping, it, tipping, tipping is a problem, but not as big of a... Uh, so laws laws are the bad guys. Corporations are the good guys. But it's just these damn laws. Golly. If only we I, didn't I, have these I get laws. that you're being very sarcastic, <laughs> but I'm failing to connect the dots that you're making. Oh, I know. Yeah, you just think it's a, it's a result of, of not being... Uh, I think intellectual it's, enough. No, I think it's it's no 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 not you. This isn't a statement no, go about ahead, you. Dick. Go ahead. I think that the that um, the invention of the corporation. Yeah. Because they are a business, and businesses have only one thing, one objective in life, and that is to make as much money as possible. And because of that, you get all these other problems, these umbrella problems, which uh, I won't go into too much here because I'll bring that in as a problem some other day. But all these uh-huh. umbrella problems is wage theft. Uh, insincerity in their marketing, pandering, enforcing unruly drug laws. These are all problems that fall under that umbrella. But wage theft specifically, and what you talked about with tips, I know uh, one of my neighbors actually used to work for a restaurant in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. 
And I and she quit, and she said, don't go there. It's horrible. And I found out that, uh, and I heard this through many people who work there, they don't pay out tips to their employees. They just pocket the tips. They just the pocket tips. them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is literally wage theft. That's exactly yeah, what you're talking that's what, about. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the examples. Well, I, I brought it in. I, I won't go through it um, anymore because that the gloating is annoying me. <laughs> uh, but I will, oh, the, oh, my gloating is annoying? Does well, yeah, because it's, it's like I don't, I don't even understand what you think about corporations. Like, of, co- of course, it's, they always obey the law. Like, they do whatever oh. the law lets them do. Sure, like especially when they hire illegal immigrants. They're obeying the law there. Yeah, uh, if they get a social security number, it's not their responsibility to track it down. Sure. This guy doesn't speak English. He came in. You know, he uh, he doesn't drive to work every day. He gets dropped off in a pickup truck. You know oh, what? He's so got then a, he's a, it must be an illegal. No, but let's just, let's right. not let's not let's uh, call a spade a spade. Is let's what not you're ask saying. any questions, right? But if somebody comes into work, their eyes are a little bloodshot. Maybe they had a little too much partying last night. Oh, then we're going to investigate. Let's get a piss test. Let's d- go down this rabbit hole, huh, dickhead? That's when it's a problem. Is when they're enforcing drug laws, but not when they ha- they hire illegal immigrants. Corporations always follow the law. These corporations, okay, yeah, all right. Huh. <laughs> Well, I think it's a big problem, and it's not only it doesn't only affect low wage earners. I brought in a bunch of shit about the high tech wage theft too. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Well, it's I'm sure you have heard about it. It's just the back and forth between Steve Jobs and Eric Schmidt and Sergey Brin and all these people who just uh, decided that they wouldn't poach each other's employees. Oh, yeah. Because it was bad for the bottom. No, this line. is really interesting. Let's talk about this. Yeah, and it ends up, they're estimating that it costs these high-tech employees $9 billion over, like, four years. And I'm just, like, I, imagining how fucked this is for the system as a whole that these kids will will go to school. They'll go to, like, a very expensive school yeah. and try to and train for these skills their whole lives. And they're, ba- they're glass-ceilinged, like, the second they get a job. Yeah. And they can never get above it because of these, like, Illegal practices of wage manipulation. Well, it's, it's collusion. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? it's blatant it's collusion. collusion. Yeah. But did you say the second? I can't. Part? I don't know why you think this is like. You I said don't a know why corporations always follow is, laws, dickhead. You said that. Well, do you believe it or not? Do I believe that they always follow the law? Yeah. Of course, people are doing illegal shit, okay. Maddox. All right, all right. So I. What b- the back fuck? Where do you? Where do? Where? Where are you pulling this from? You, like what, honestly, you, literally your quotes. You're literally things right. you just said. No, go but ahead. I, I want to talk about this. This is really interesting, this collusion. I want uh-huh. to explain for, for people who don't know about this high-tech wage theft. This is super interesting. So Apple and Google, very notorious competitors in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. they, they, found, they uncovered uh, in court records that there was some collusion between the two companies. Uh, they had a, a handshake agreement uh, you know, kind of a nod, a boys club, like not to hire, a gentleman's agreement. That's what I want to say. It saying. was not a gentleman's agreement. It was a threat. Oh, okay. Jobs well, emailed them saying, hey, if you guys don't stop doing this, we'll do it to you. Okay. And we've got bigger pockets. Well, there you so go. So stop doing it. The magnanimous Steve Jobs threatened Google not to hire I think it was their, HP. their employees. Okay, well, yeah. whatever it was, they threatened, they threatened each other not to hire each other's employees. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of an unspoken agreement, or in this case, literally spoken agreement, not to hire each other's employees. And what that does is artificially suppresses competition in the job market. Right. And artificially, uh, excuse me, artificially lowers the wages of employees. 
Yeah. That does that. So you're saying that falls under wage theft? Of course. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board. That's a huge problem. And let me tell you another way. Uh, I personally have experienced wage theft so uh-huh. many ways. First of all, my I've only had two jobs in my life. My first job was at KFC, and I was a cook. And by law, by Utah state law, we had we were required to take two breaks during an eight hour shift. We had two 15 minute breaks and a half hour lunch. The mm-hmm. half hour was unpaid. And they told us all these breaks and our lunch were completely optional. So I uh, tested it out. The first time, the first day I got there, I thought, well, I'm here. Here I am. I'm doing training. I'm, uh, you know, I got my, I put in my four hours. I'm going to take my 15-minute break and uh, eat a snack. They said we, we, we can eat during our lunch breaks, right? Yeah. I sat down and I got the most evil eyes I've ever gotten in my life. Not yeah. just from my coworkers, but from the manager, the supervisor, the people working in the front, they came back specifically, and they, do, they would do double takes when they saw me sitting down for a few minutes. And then I kind of got the message, we're not supposed to take breaks. Yeah. And, uh, and then another kid didn't get that message, and he continued to take his breaks. He was fired two weeks later. Yeah, that's what they're saying on some of these, some of these Walmart articles I'm looking at. Like oh. the, um, the intimidation into not taking what, like optional breaks. Uh-huh. So there was this, there was some law that was, um, that was pitched up in, I forget what it was, Wisconsin. I didn't bring it in, but the idea was to get rid of the mandatory five day week, like that employers could make a deal with somebody to give up their optional weekend day. So it would make the weekends optional. Oh. So to speak. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to bring weekends. Yeah. Because we bought that giant pool only to find my, my life coach and I bought that gigantic pool only to find that. Where there was no water delivering services open on the weekend. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck weekends. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, why do we have them? Why, why did you need a water, deli- del- excuse me, a water delivering service? Couldn't you just uh, turn on the hose? No, it was huge, man. It was huge. It would take hours to fill up. We needed it right then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it, it's like everybody taking off on the weekend totally screwed that, and everything's always jammed on the weekends. Yeah. But then I, was like, then I found all this, all this wage theft shit, and uh, part of it was, yeah, the unspoken intimidation of people taking their their breaks and their time off and it's like it's easy to say it's easy to say look just sack up and don't do it right yeah but it's not realistic like as much as i wish it was it's just not cuz there's a there's a cost there's a cost in looking for another job right there's a cost in like not being taken advantage of in this scale yeah. Which is why I think it's such a big problem because it's it can't be solved. Hmm. I don't know that it can't be solved, Dick, because there are companies like, for example, I know a lot of Google employees, mm-hmm. and they love it there. They Google really treats their employees well. Yeah. They get their breaks, they get their lunch. It's mostly paid for. They get maternity leave, paternity leave, whatever you want. Google takes care of their employees. Yeah. So I'm not saying let, let's not let's not pretend like this is a problem with no solution here. This is this really comes down to the magnanimity of the, your employer. And how penny pinching they are, and how important their bottom line is to them. But yeah, but every company here is part of it. Google's no. part of this lawsuit. Yeah, they are. Well, okay, but Google. So Google does it in a high tech way. They do it by suppressing wages, by agreeing not to hire uh, competitors. Employees. Well, yeah, that's even worse. Well, fuck you. You. It takes away your personal autonomy to like sell your time and like yeah. make and. Get more money. I, yeah, it's bad, Dick. That I'll, should be. That's way more than tips. That's way worse than. Somebody who's 
So he's got to work like an extra five minutes at work because their manager's a prick. I disagree because when it comes to tips, those are low-earning wage workers, and they need every dollar. They're scraping by. But when it comes to Google, I mean, what they're doing is wrong and evil for sure. Don't be evil, my ass. Mm -hmm. But it is not worse because the employees that they're talking about suppressing their wages, they're already making north of six figures. That's where every dollar counts. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. They're already living in really expensive lofts in downtown San Francisco and making good wages and good livings. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. No, I as think that's a bad way them. to look at it. Well, why is it a bad way to look at it, Dick? Because if you're trying to say absolutely which is worse, I think that the wage theft when it comes from somebody who has shallow pockets is way worse than wage theft from somebody who has deep pockets. Well, you kind of just introduced that though. Like no one was looking at which one was bad, which one was worse no, than the other. No, you just said that. You literally just said that a few minutes ago. Yeah, in response to yours, but I didn't make no. it about that in the first place. Okay. It was just this is they're part of this lawsuit. Yeah, Google is, HP is. I got the whole list. Here, I had it's a, all. It's all the big ones. Lucas, Lucasfilm, at, the special at, um, effects guys, Apple, of course. Wow, Lucas is in on this too, huh? So a long oh, yeah, time you want to hear his quote from it? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, George Lucas says uh, this is when he said that they shouldn't compete against one another for talent. It's not a normal industrial competitive situation. Uh, the rule we had or the rule that I put down for everybody was that we cannot get into a bidding war with other companies because we don't have the margins for that kind of thing. Oh. And they definitely do. Lucas, it's just yeah. Like, it's like, hey, hey, you're doing something blatantly illegal to make more money. It, it, yeah. That's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal. To illegal. make more money on top of your already lavish profits. Well, again, it's lavish. See, but why does it always? Why does that have to come into it? It matters. Why? Why does it matter? It's because already it comes illegal. Down to greed, Dick. Uh, How uh, much is enough, Dick? Here's Were you a, infinite? Here's what you. No, this is what you sound like. It's like you know how Ellen Powell got kicked out recently. She stepped down as the CEO of Reddit. Yes. Right. Yeah. Ding dong. The witch is dead. Fuck her. Um, good luck paying for your uh, your counter lawsuit, bitch. Uh-huh. Right. Lasted five weeks, right? Yeah. She managed to fuck everything up in five weeks. Yeah, yeah. interim with a capital Piss everybody uh, M. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didn't understand the user base. At oh, all. all. Yeah. So every once in a while, somebody would list all the things she did wrong. Right. And they would list all the things she did wrong, but then at the very end, they would throw in, she had sex with a married man well, at her other firm. And it's like, that's, ah, that's you, ethical. you fuck up your whole... You fuck up your whole thing by throwing that in. Why? You fuck up your because it's it's not like it's not a hard factual piece of evidence. Like okay. the other stuff was good enough. Yeah. You didn't need to throw some kind of ethical spin on it. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, that's what you're doing with the well, fuck them. They're too greedy because they already have enough money. Yeah. Like, couldn't it couldn't it just be that they're doing something illegal that hurts wage earners? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. does it have to be that, oh, they're already so rich as well? Like, that's so, yeah. totally irrelevant. Because, uh, Dick, I think that people have an adverse response and reaction to greed in this culture, in this in this society. I, maybe it's just because of the culture we were raised in because of uh, fairy tales like uh, like Scrooge around Christmas, where the lesson there is not to put money over people, right? Not to put money over family, not to put money over tradition and religion and all these other things yeah. that are supposedly values in, in life. Uh-huh. And I think that um, just this very problem that you brought in is evidence of how that can be a huge problem when you do put that money over people. Because this problem that you're talking about right now, Dick, uh-huh. arises from greed. That's all this is. It's just greed. Companies are already profitable and they just want more. Sure, fuck it. 
fire someone right before Christmas. They got a family? Fuck their family. We're going to save a few dollars. That's what it comes down to. And I'll tell you how it's personally hurt me and affected me. In my old job at the telemarketing company, I put in multiple 24-hour shifts, Dick. That's really bad. That's really shitty. I, yeah. I remember I, I, I slept at my desk for like an hour, woke up, trying to finish a deadline. I came in one time on Thanksgiving. I had to leave my family and come home, uh, come to work and work on a project for a company for to to do nothing but to pad the profits of the company that I was working for. I got nothing out of it. They yeah. didn't give me a bonus. And I remember every now and then they would they would corral us into the conference room to make a big announcement that we would all be happy about, right? And the big announcement was they just signed three or four new clients. And there was kind of a smattering in the conference room and yeah. a cough. Nobody cared. Yeah. Because that just meant more work for us. We saw nothing of it. There was no profit sharing. There was nothing in it for us. It just meant more work. And then I also got fucked over at my old job, too, because I would have to clock out at KFC. And then just as I'm about to step out the door, oh, hey, uh, can you help me with this one thing? Can you clean out that last cooker? The last cooker. Yeah. The one that's the dirtiest. The one that takes 45 minutes to clean. And I end up sitting there scrubbing another two hours. Oh, hey, and by the way, we just found out that the inspector's coming by tomorrow, and we have yeah. to scrub the entire floor. Oh, really? So I guess this 45-minute uh, job that you wanted me to do, unpaid, has ballooned into three, four hours? Okay. Well, that's why I think it's such a big problem, because you can't fix it. Like that's, <laughs> you can't. It, it doesn't. That's already illegal, right? I, but how are you going to get compensated for that? You, you can't. Dick, if they, if, you're gonna get fired for not doing it. Dick, what recourse do you have? A I, class action lawsuit where you see like five dollars? You already lost the time. No, the class action lawsuit can can potentially be corrective, but I, I I'm not gonna go into that because I don't know. I, I don't have the stats or research in front of me. I think this can be corrected by incentivizing good behavior in corporations. So, and I don't know how that is. I don't know what that is, but I think if they had an incentive, people complain about government, right? Here's my whole thing with the uh, whole libertarian agenda. Didn't see that coming. Came in way late into the problem, but here's my whole thing with the libertarian agenda. Um, Libertarians generally are opposed to bigger government because fundamentally they believe that governments are inefficient and they don't do a good job and they are ineffective. And I don't think that it's necessarily the case because the problem with government is lack of accountability, they don't give a shit. They don't have anyone to answer to. You go to the DMV and you wait 45 minutes or to an hour in line, ah, it's all the same to them. They don't give a fuck. You're just another number to them. You just walk right through. You walk in. Maybe you get served. Maybe not. They don't give a shit. They have no one to answer to. Mm. But the second you start introducing accountability to these fuckers, then they'll start to play ball. If you suddenly said, okay, you, gotta, you have a quota to reach. If you don't get these customers served at the DMV line, in this, in this allotted time, we're going to cut your funding. And if we cut your funding, that means we're firing your ass. You just proved why this is unfixable. Because the, the only way to do that is by acting like these companies are. By well, hitting these numbers, no matter what the cost. But that's specifically government. Now that's we're talking how, about corporations. That's how, how people work, how, though. But how to fix this corporate problem, right? What if you incentivized good behavior? What if you said, okay, well, if... Well, I'm trying to think of a solution off the top of my head. But if they found that you were doing these shady practices by creating an anonymous network where where employees could – in fact, there is that law. There's the whistleblower law. Yeah. Employees could alert the government that this company X, Y, and Z is doing this, this uh, deplorable behavior, and they find out about it. Then not only do they get punished, but um, – They get double punished? No, maybe, maybe – 
Maybe they reward their competitor or something like that. I don't know. I don't know I'll what tell the you how we is. fix it. We got to bring back hanging. That's <laughs> okay. Steve Jobs sends an email like no hiring each other's employees. We got to hang that guy. He's yeah. too rich. Yeah. You can't you can't legally get him. Yeah. You know? That's how that's how you fix it. That's the only way. The eye choke. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know. I don't think there is a way to fix it. Well, who knows, Dick, but I think if you incentivize good behavior and had more accountability, well, the accountability problem is with the problem with the government, but this corporation one, I bet there is a solution because I don't think that uh, this is a problem with no solution. Because, first of all, I mean, I, I run a company, right? And I like to treat my the people I work with fairly. I don't like free work. I like to pay people something, right? Even if it's not a lot because I'm not making a lot, but it, I like to pay them something. And at the end of the day, if more people had that, that attitude, and I don't believe it's all corporations. I think some corporations are run by good people who do try to try to treat their employees fairly, and they aren't about that wage. Well, stuff. it's pretty clear that everybody was hunky dory until Steve Jobs started firing off these emails, like yeah. of wage fixing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which says a lot. Well, Dick, uh, is that is that all you got? Yeah. Um, I can I can just uh, cruise through this last problem. I don't think we have time for it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to mention it because uh, I was, uh, of what I was about to say. My segue is totally ruined. Yeah. But I don't know if you've noticed, but my voice is a little hoarse. Uh, it's hoarse because I just got back from Comic-Con, and that's what everyone's voice sounds like at the end of Comic-Con. It's fucking awful. I hate it, and everyone asks me, hey, did you have a good time? No, I fucking worked. It's awful. <laughs> at Comic-Con? It's fun for everyone else, but for the poor exhibitors who are working their asses off, it's awful. And uh, my, my problem is related to that. I'll just... I'll just uh, breeze through it real quick, but it's just people texting in public walkways, Dick. I'm so oh. fucking tired of it. You can't yeah. walk anywhere in Comic-Con. It's already a bad situation, exacerbated and made worse, because every dickhead is sitting there Instagramming and later gramming and tweeting and hashtagging all their fucking social networks, sending their friends texts. Hey, dickhead, why don't you live in this fucking moment that you're in right now? Look up. These fucking assholes texting constantly, which, by the way, I have an anecdote about that, a, a little story. I don't think I talked about, um, what's his name? Uh, Don Cheadle. Did I mention the Don Cheadle story on this episode? Nope. I was, uh, wa- I was riding my bike uh, down the street the other day, and I saw Don Cheadle come out of a building. And right in front of him was a big TMZ tour bus. TMZ, the, uh, the, the media channel, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. And not a single person on the bus noticed because they are all busy texting. <laughs> Every single person on the bus was looking down at their cell phones, and Don Cheadle was right in front of them. Uh, that made me so happy. That's the one time it made me happy, yeah. yeah. But texting in public walkways. Sean, before the uh, episode started, you mentioned that you're tired of seeing people text through walkways, right? Through crosswalks. Through crosswalks. There has to be way more pedestrians getting hit by cars because of that. And yeah. bicycles. Yeah. And oh, bicycles. through the roof through, when you count bicycles. You know those 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 cyclists riding twelve miles per hour running into you, flesh on flesh. Oh my gosh, the massacres, the massacres. Can't even imagine. By the way, Dick, remember that uh, that subreddit? Speaking of Alan Powell earlier, that got shut down. That uh, cute corpses. Yeah, cute. <laughs> I was cute looking, female corpses. Cute female corpses. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, we want to be uh, specific. The cute male corpses subreddit is still thriving. Uh, but the cute female corpses. Um, I I was looking through it, and one of them was this uh, really cute chick who uh, got hit on her. On her bike, hit and run car, mm. uh, uh, head head blown out all over the sidewalk. So that's what oh. your that's what your, wait, your wait, bicycler wait, really does. Really cute chick. Well, she with was, her head blown out. She, she was cute. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you got a problem with that? Yeah. What do you look for in a woman? They put a before picture. A head. Yeah, yeah they put a okay. before picture. She was really cute. Yeah. 
head blown out. That's that what your cyclist hate gets. Wait, but what? A bunch of cars driving like dickheads and being aggressive towards cyclists. I'm so glad that fi- that problem got voted down. Oh. I'm, Is I'm that so it? Po- of your selfie problem? <sighs> or of yeah, your- no. I mean, oh, I-, I saw some selfie sticks in the wild, by the way. Oh, great. Yeah, they, they weren't that bad. Like there were people, that they, people were sitting on a bench taking them. I, I think this is a big problem, though. People walking around buried, with their heads buried in their cell phones. Did you know? Did you know that uh, someone recently got killed because of a selfie stick? Why? They were holding it out. They were they were hiking and they were taking pictures of themselves. Yeah. And lightning struck them. Ah! <laughs> Makes me so happy. <laughs> anyway, Dick, <laughs> that's my problem. Um, it's a big problem. Yeah. What? Uh, people said. People. I texting? don't think there's a solution for that one either. Well, sure there is. I think, you know, the problem is that culture, first of all, technology has changed so fast that culture hasn't had time, had a chance. Society has not had a chance to adapt to it mm. with with etiquette. There used to be manuals and etiquette that came out. There was a Hill's Social Guide to uh, Etiquette or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's a book. People wrote books on etiquette. Yeah. Today, we have technology that comes out where that didn't exist a year ago, and people don't even know how to adapt. Like, for example, Google Glass. Google Glass just popped up, and then all of a sudden, people had a problem with it. Because it was annoying. No, because they were afraid of their privacy being violated. I think it was because it was annoying. <laughs> okay. Nobody really cared about their privacy. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. but then you also got everyone, who, like, everybody's so proud of being uh, rude and obnoxious these days. Like, like, oh, you you got a problem with me? I don't give a fuck. I do what I want. It's like that's that's like the cultural norm. You which know, that's why it's an additional problem. That's kind of why I like Sonic. He's got so much attitude. Yeah, he's cool. Anyway, man, my problems this week are stoner marketing and people who text in public walkways. Now, my problems: wage theft. Big problem, Dick. Mm-hmm. I'm actually on board with it. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna give you an upvote. See you next Tuesday. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot this. I'm only playing this song because Jack Horner died. Who's that? that? Oh, the the composer. composer? Oscar winning composer. Show some respect. (laughs) Think there was any wage theft there? I don't know. I don't know how James Cameron rolls. Probably, he's a probably greedy fucker. I fucking hate this song. He just made this was a cash grab. This whole fucking movie's a cash grab. This, this movie's a cash grab. How many? How much money did he give to the survivors of the Titanic? I don't know. You read a lot into these uh, cash grabs. Oh, it's a cash grab. About. Yeah. Well, what if someone made a story about your life and didn't give you a dollar? They did. <laughs> oh yeah, what? Yeah, it was called uh, La- uh, Rocky Magic Mike. Rocky, well, yeah, Magic Mike XL. No, the first one's not about me. <laughs> the first one's about my dad. The oh, okay. sequel is about me. Oh, all right. Go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Actually, actually, watch this clip this time. Okay, I'll watch. Okay, it, Dick. yeah, here we go. Because you have totally not been watching. I'll watch it. And this is a good. It's finally getting good. Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not looking. That's a total lie. I'm not looking. I'm never gonna watch. I'm never gonna watch. I'm just gonna let it play then. Great. Something interesting is happening. No. Something really. She's kind of old. Shitting on old people. I. You looked. I saw you look. I saw you look down at it. No, I looked down at my knuckles. Calvert. This is Calvert. I was just wondering oh, I hate that voice. if you had found the heart of the ocean oh, yet. Heart Mr. of the Lover. ocean. Heart of the ocean. 
What could it be? You wanted to take it's a fucking jewel. I know it's a fucking jewel. Oh, it could be a jewel. All yeah, right, you have my attention, Rose. Right. Can you tell us who the woman in the picture is? That's the naked oh, yes. woman, Max. The woman in the picture is me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. baby. Do you want any voicemails? Yeah. Well, hey there, Maddox. This is the old host of the Imagination Station. <laughs> I just wanted to call in and tell that you that, like of course I remember you. You were that sad, lonely little boy who always called <laughs> into my program. Well, now I hear that you have your own program, and I decided to listen to a few episodes and see what you made of yourself. Oh, that's cool. And all I can huh. say is, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I mean, you used to be so bright and full of life, and now you just get into a rage over French bread and people who like pepperoni pizza. <laughs> and your ideal world is where most of humanity is enslaved, so you can play video games all day? Holy shit. <laughs> well, I'm going to go drink an entire bottle of vodka and Cry myself to sleep. Uh, <laughs> that part's you, <laughs> I bet that is where that guy is. He snuck into a bottle. Uh, here's somebody defending your Sonic, your Mario, and your Sonic. Oh, card. great! Let's hear this. Hey, this is uh, Skunk, aka not John F. Kennedy. This is not how we sound. Okay. Um, listen. Uh, I wanted a couple of quick things that I wanted to bring up uh, regarding Dick on the last episode. Uh, first of all, Dick, uh, 3D modeling. And the pictures that people took of, of uh, Maddox's models, 3D modeling is a little bit like sculpture. Okay, it doesn't yeah, start yes. out looking perfect. We all know that. Uh, yeah. There's like two ways of doing it. One's like sculpture, and the other one's like paper mache. Yeah. Uh, if somebody who does 3D modeling, I can tell you that yeah, it does look start out looking like a bunch of doctors or yeah. whatever. But See? it's just like with sculpture, man. You sculpt it and you make it look correct. You yeah, add man. in the vertexes and the I think planes, you too and many everything. That's just how it works, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it starts out looking all blobby, and then you refine it. That's 3D modeling. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The second, hey. No, Maddox. no seconds. We're not doing seconds. No, no, what's the last no, part it's a that? whole nother minute, dude. Uh, it's everybody always tries to cram in multiple things. So he's saying that your 3D modeling's good. Pretty good. Well, he says it's it's shit right now, but it will be good. Yeah, that's what I say. I'm saying. It's a masterpiece. It's not finished yet. Well, well when will it be finished? Uh, you know what? I'm going to start new. In under 40 minutes, I'm going to create a better Sonic than that bozo. And it'll be done. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll, it'll, be, be done. it'll be done in under 40 minutes. It has to be. It's a speed run. It's a world Sonic the Hedgehog speed run. Okay, I can't wait to see 40 it. minutes after his book is released. <laughs> okay, Sean, <laughs> we don't have until 2025. 